Sisters of Color. We have missed several weeks um, um, coming in, um, chatting with you guys, but we are glad to be back with another adventurous topic. So tell us what we're going to be discussing today, ladies. Natural hair. The struggle is real. Okay, the struggle is real. What you got for us, Miss Z? I'm here. Tell us about your Jerry Curl journey. <laughs> oh, gosh. my jer- I, I did have that journey. Um, one of my mom's friends at church um, put a Jerry Curl, you know, with the little rods in them, and then you have to sit under the bag and let everything process. Um, but then when it comes out, it's gorgeous. But then you have to keep it, like, dripping wet which ruins your clothes. So I did start, I don't know what age I was, but I was a teenager. I did have a Jerry Curl journey. Donna? Yeah, I too rocked that Jerry Curl. <laughs> oh my goodness, take me back, take me back. Um, Yeah, with the rods and Kitchen beautician, feeling like I'm on coming to a miracle, a miracle. <laughs> um, sitting in the back seat. I mean, sitting on the couch, leaving stains everywhere. Oh, moisturizers and what was that? Activator. 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 <laughs> I remember that. Thank you, Angel. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, I tell you, she has basically, she's got all of us. She had all of us hemmed up somewhere or another. But that was my uh, Jerry Carroll. Carol. This has got me having flashbacks. I can't even talk. But that, it traumatized me um, as a child with her wanting to be the uh, family's beautician um, and, you know, practicing on us girls. And come, we coming out of there looking a hot mess. Um, but I mean, you know, that was family. That's what we did. Um, that Jerry curl juice everywhere, but, um, it was very traumatic experience going from long hair to no hair and being unrecognizable. Um, because, you know, as girls, our hair defines us. Um, and I felt instantly like I was transformed into a boy, um, you know, and I didn't like it. Um, but that's what gave me my fear of, you know, letting anybody do anything to my hair as far as cutting wise go. 
I wouldn't let anybody even trim the edges um, because of that experience. And that was, we were what, five or six? And I held on to that now as an adult. So I still have that trauma, but that was the, the life then. We didn't have any say. So we had to sit right. down we had and to go, with what we had. go with the flow. We have plenty of that in the hot comb. Y'all remember the hot comb phase where yes. um, we got yes. out to Jerry Carroll phase, and then we. But I actually like the hot comb phase. Yeah, okay. She, um, we had we had several family members that would press us out, honey. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I thought you could smell it for days, <laughs> but I love that hot. <laughs> I love that hot comb, honey, that straight hair. Uh-huh. And I felt like, you know, I was a girl again. My hair straight and flowy. You know, she got me back. You hear me? Uh-huh. But that smell, I tell you, with Ooh. that uh, blue magic uh, hair grease, uh-huh. they stick that hot comb that. down up in that hair grease, baby hair. That's little sizzling. You can't move <laughs> your ears. Pop. I tell you, ears you had to hold that earlobe down. Um, but I mean, they had us bright and tight. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I would rather have the uh, that hot comb than that Jerry curl in today. Okay, and that's okay. my opinion. Yeah, I wasn't a fun. Of, I wasn't fond of the Jerry curl either, and the hot comb. Ooh. But I wasn't a hair person anyway. So, ooh, ooh. Z, what about you in the hot comb? You have some mm-hmm. things to share. I mean, I loved it, and I passed it on to my daughters and. They did it, and then, you know, um, it was just something that we did. Uh, we grew up doing, so it was just a generational um, hand-me-down. But now all of me and my girls are natural. Okay. All right. What's another trend that we went through before we discovered natural hair? Um, I always wore the two braids. You know, as they call them now, butterfly braids, but we didn't have extensions. We weren't able to add any to, um, you know, our poor upbringing. Mm-hmm. But we had, I rocked that, okay? The, my own version of butterfly <laughs> braids. Uh, <laughs> so they bring back all those trees, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, what, what is it? The one with the little angel? Um, the halo? The halo. We, mm-hmm. we wore all that back then, you know, but now mm-hmm. they just have extra hair to make it, you know, look um, even better. But back then, you just had to wear what you had, but it was still cute. Okay. Yeah. And then leaving us to the trim of all, I mean, the trend of all decades, the perm, the creamy crack. So, um, how do y'all feel about that? That was one of the phases that I enjoyed because, you know, I walked short hair and they look real nice with short hair. Get you a fresh perm, get them sides trimmed, that back shave, get you a little swoop. Woo-hoo. I didn't like it only because it reminded <laughs> me of that jitter curl sitting there, um, you know, with all that processed stuff in my head. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't like it. It just, it, it had too many memories. The smell of it mm-hmm. and having to sit there and wait 20, 30 minutes with it burning my scalp, I wasn't fond of it. Yeah, so, I was um, fond of it when we were able to go to the professionals. <laughs> <laughs> we had 
the the auntie, the auntie's duties when you had that little burnt mark here and burnt marks back here because they left the perm on or didn't put that um Vaseline protection around your edges. They were like, honey, you don't need that. <laughs> and then you woke up, you had all kind of burnt marks everywhere. So I was fond of when we were able to go to the um, professionals. And then that way when you came out, you didn't have no burnt edges. Right. So, so back um, then, you know, we had to just make do with what we had. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know about anybody else's family, but I know about ours, okay? We had a bunch of us, okay? Mm -hmm. We was thick as thieves. You couldn't mess with one without messing with the other ones. We weren't getting a perm, we all getting a perm. Mm -hmm. We weren't getting a hot iron, we all getting a hot iron. Mm -hmm. We're going to be ready for Easter Sunday, Mother's Day, whatever. We all, we going to be rocking it. Yeah, so, um, one thing about Sarah Joe. It was five girls in that mm -hmm. household, but them heads was gonna be laid. If she couldn't get it, then she got our sister, um, you know, that my older sister that wanted to be a beautician. Now she <laughs> kept her head together. But she now my head. <laughs> and then hey, I look back at some of the bitches that I'm like, does she really like me? <laughs> did she really like me as a sister? Because I'm wondering, you done throw my clothes together. <laughs> Appreciate that um, because she did. She instilled that on to us that we can pass down to our families. You know, it's not what you have; it's it's what you how you utilize what you have and what you leave behind your legacy. And the fact that we could sit here and share stories of her strength and her um, resilience to um, take care of her girls. You know, she had five and she did the best that she could and. That just speaks volumes. Right. I'm gonna get off that soapbox. I always wanted my own daughter, mm -hmm. you know, um, but God didn't, you know, have that in plans for me. He saw alternatives, which is mm -hmm. still good. Um, but there's no way in the world I would have been able to, to do what you guys do. I have tons of nieces. Mm -hmm. Both sides, my, my side and my uh, husband's side, that I've literally claimed as my own. And I have a stepdaughter and a granddaughter that, you know, I've taken on as um, my own. But biological from raising, um, and I know I didn't like to do nothing with my own hair. Ain't no one world I would have been able to be consistent with this. So he knew what he was doing with giving me boys. Because, you know, yeah. he just dropped them off somewhere, brush it, and 
Shayla Ball, that's they gonna be their trauma. <laughs> yeah, mama used to um, help me with Chelsea hair. I'm never free, um, cause Chelsea has um, your your um, greater hair, soft and real curly. And I used to keep it in what they call a um, rabbit tail or cotton tail or whatever, just a bun up top and just let her wear her natural curls. And um, I remember taking her to a mom house and mom used to um, do her hair for me sometime. And it was one particular day I was like, oh, it was her and my niece. And I'm like, y'all hair is mighty straight. What did mama put in? I said, I never can never get y'all hair that straight. And they were sealed and they couldn't tell, they wouldn't tell. And mama finally told us that she had put a perm in the hair. Yes. <laughs> She gonna make sure they was right and like I could just hear her now with the natural hair. You know, she'll probably be like, girl, you don't go put a perm in. <laughs> now she'd be like, everybody can't wear that now. Everybody can't do oh that. You just gonna put a perm in your head. <laughs> So it's all about just discovering yourself and um, <laughs> and being true to yourself. Because natural hair has taught me to love myself beyond beyond measures. And it's a uh, personal journey. Yeah, right. it's a personal journey. You have to redefine Where are you yourself. Where you at now that you're able to make your own decisions about your hair? <laughs> Where are you at now in your journey? Um, the struggle is still real for me. Um. I've always liked my hair straight. Um, I've tried to go through the define my curls um, and bought like hundreds and hundreds of dollars of products trying to see which one match, you know, matches my texture hair. Um, it was a very frustrating process for me. Um, so what I've done is I've opted out. I have come to the realization is I'm not good to my own hair. So I have to go to somebody, let somebody else do my hair. Thank you, Miss Deborah. Um, that is going to give my hair the love and attention that it needs. Now she lays it, but then she has taught me how to work with it outside of getting my hair done. That's great. That's real great. What about you, then, Donna? The struggle is still real. <laughs> Because I'm not a hair person, you know, I think hair lasts, well, a lot of people think hair first, you know what I'm saying? Like some people will get up, do their hair, put the clothes on. I'm a clothes person, hair lasts, you know? Um, so just to make an appointment with someone, I used to, first I used to go see Miss Debbie at, um, I think he was, um, oh, I forgot the name of her shop before she changed it to No Lie. Would she remember? Mm -hmm. when um when she used to do the perms and the short hair it was her and Scott's auntie um Miss Teresa that used to cut my hair and then when I tell you they used to keep it laid and keep the sides cut and trimmed in my little swoop um I didn't like curls people were like why you don't never curl it because I didn't like it and I'm not and I'm the type of person I'm gonna do what I like to do you know I get I, I entertain your opinion but ultimately, I'm not going to let it make me do something that I'm not, I don't want to do. So people are like, why you don't put curls and bumps in it? Because I don't want to. It's not me. So, you know, I would feel uncomfortable with that in my hair because I, 
you know, when I was in high school, I wore the stackums, you know, but I grew out of that. That was no longer me. So I used to, and it was easier for me to maintain with kids and activities just to keep it straight with the bobs and the loops. So um, oh, I said all that to say that I, the struggle is still real. I still enjoy short hair. I have taught myself out to cut it and put in the perm in it so many times because I, I like the healthier hair now. You know, it's thick, it's not shedding, it's not thinning. And as we age, our hair thins. So I just, I like the journey. It's just a struggle to get my mind wrapped around it. And I could go on, so I'm gonna pass the book to you, Felicia. Well, yeah, and, and I hate to talk about my hair because I don't have to do much to mine. <clears throat> but hey, so just, he just gave me that. And I mean, <laughs> I went through something in the uh -huh. beginning. So he, <laughs> you know, he learned that after. So he was like, I feel sorry for this girl. I see what she don't went through. I'm going to help her out a little bit. So I end up, you know, getting my grandmother's and my mom's, my dad's, you know, good hair that I really do, don't have to do much to it. Shake and go, wet and go, or however you want to say it. I don't like to do much stuff to it other than condition, rinse, and keep keep it moving. If it's going to be too much work, like LaDonna, I just ain't got time for that. Um, I'm a very active person, and if it's going to slow me down, I, I ain't got time for that. Sorry, Miss Debbie. Sorry, Linnell. I do try, okay? But if it's going to slow me down, if it's going to take a lot of effort, and I tell you that. Now, when I'm sitting in there, I tell you, if it's going to Cause make me work, then I just don't even try to do it. I appreciate you for making me look good for that moment. Congratulations coming up, so I gotta get you your props now. You gotta uh -huh. drive your time for graduation. But um just just know it just ain't gonna last past that. I mean I know I throw money in the fire, but it just I just it just ain't gonna happen for me. Yeah, because Debbie and has been instrumental in um I remember Miss Linnell says, what she used to call me, um, my one night stand. Tell me, you only come one time. <laughs> one hit wonder, yeah, you don't get it. I'm like, oh, the act of I have to put that in my uh, my schedule to just go, you know, just go, because I'm a hair last person, I'm not a hair first person. And, and I think uh, that's like a personal journey because you read it and I look forward, like that's yeah. part of my self-care is that I look forward to going to get my hair done. Mm -hmm. And see, I'm like, give me Belk, you know, give me Belk, JCPenney's Dills, give me those. I can spend days and they're trying to find me some shoes and some clothes or whatever because I'm a outfit first person and then a hair last person. So like I already reached out to Linnell, like graduation, I need you. And um, she already know the deal because she was like, hey, you, you my one night stand. I said, I'm trying to make it a commitment, you know, because um, it's hard. It, it is trying to do something that you're not accustomed to. Mm -hmm. that you really, how can I put it? It's not that you don't care. It's just that it's just you. It's you. I mean, so, and it's true. and it's and it's not important um, to you. Yeah. Like that's not that's not on your top three list. 
Yeah. So you don't make the extra steps to do it because that's not important to you. So it, again, it's just a personal journey. Um, and every woman has their own journey. Yeah. But I would advise all women to go natural. It will define, it will break you. I, I promise you that it will break you as a, a woman because it will strip you of everything that you thought you were. Um, and it will, it will redefine who you are um, because it is a journey and a definition of who you really are as a person. Yeah, because you actually, because um, we weren't born with um, what you call that. Uh, most of us was not born with straight hair. Some people were, and then it eventually curled. But um, you, it just make you make you love you really. It just you just really. I mean, you can look at your look at yourself in the mirror in your natural state. Your natural state, and we all have things about ourselves that we don't like. You know, even the person that shouts, "I love me." still have things about themselves that they don't like. Whether your eyes are big, your nose is big, your mouth, you know, you have something about your body that you do not like. But what, if you can look at, look in the mirror and look at yourself, flaws and all, and say, I love me, then that's what natural hair has done for so many people because they can look at their body in that, and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong if you want to. After you say I love me, slap a wig on, put your, you know, put your lashes on, put your your um lipstick on, put your clothes on. The beauty of self-care is loving your body in any state. You know, whether you dolled up or dolled down, you can look in the mirror and say, I love me. You know, so that's the journey of natural, being natural. That's what I take it as. I don't know how, how y'all look at it, but just looking in the mirror and say, I love me without the wig. And I love me with the wig. You know, I'm gonna wear my braids because I love some braids. So I'm gonna wear my braids and that's not natural. But when I got my braids on, I'm gonna say, I love me. And when I don't have my braids on, I'm gonna say, I love me. And at the beginning, I couldn't do that because I'm gonna throw some <laughs> throw a perm on it and kind of straighten out some edges, you know, or lay something down. Or but being natural has taught me how to love myself in any state. So well, we as African American women, <clears throat> we can, <clears throat> we can only speak on our, us, our race, uh -huh. um, and what we you know had to endure. Um, and growing up in, you know, different cultures um, and different beliefs, it's, you know, you basically have to, um, back then, you know, they wanted you to fit in, okay? So there was a stigma, okay? If your hair was nappy and beaded, then you were almost like exercised. Okay, well, she don't belong to such and such, but look at how she looking. You know what I'm saying? We mm -hmm. created this stigma and separated, you know, like I'm lighter than she is, but we're all in the same family. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, her hair is this, and but we're all in the same family. <clears throat> so, I mean, we've created this cultural stigma within our cultures, then we want 
people outside to respect us when we don't respect um, ourselves within a culture. Um, so even though we all have struggles on our own personal hair journeys, um, but ask the question, what is truly the struggle? Are we struggling to be something that somebody is defining that we should be? Um, you know, are we trying to still fit into a, you know, society that we feel like we were exercised out of, you know? So what are we, why is it a struggle? I'm asking the question, why is it a struggle? Um, if we, I mean, I know how we grew up, you know, with our family beliefs and, okay, we, we did this because this was easier for our parents. You know, with so many of y'all, I can't do this, this, and this, you're gonna have to come on, we got to get all this done together. I knew what it was for us um, growing up, but what what makes it a struggle? I'm asking the question, what makes it a struggle? I think I'll go first since I was the so-called black chief of the family. Um, so yes, because I'm the darkest. And so um, I was always looked at as, you know, it was something wrong with me because I wasn't like my sisters, you know what I'm saying? Or my brothers, you know? Um, and so it was, or I was called, you know, the Oreo, you know what I'm saying? Because um, majority of my friends were white. Um, so I went through all of those phases, but I think it's like all of the outside looking in plays a part and, you know, takes away from who you are. So I think that because we had a big family, and we had started girls' nights where we, you know, we sit with our Oreo cookies and we talk and all this stuff. I think that helped me to be comfortable with me because I saw that the struggles that I had, you guys had. To me, it wasn't about color. It wasn't how my, my skin was darker than you guys. It was that um, I'm an African-American female and what hurts me hurts you guys too. And I think that defines who I was, that it wasn't about our differences, it was the fact that I could rely and depend on you guys. So that's my story. Okay. Mine is just the pressure, just the, um, it wasn't necessarily to fit in, but you wanna look like everyone else. You see what I'm saying? And if society is telling you that straight hair, and you remember everybody bought the different color eyes, you know, and this particular eye color looks good and straight hair and you want to mimic that. So that's what we was trying to, and you see all the models on TV, you know, they had straight hair. And that's when I think I fell in love with short hair when Holly Berry started wearing her hair short. You know, that was the thing. So I wanted my hair as short as it could get. I wanted to look like Holly Berry. She was beautiful. You know, she is beautiful. <laughs> I'm beautiful too. So now I'm just, you know, as I grew, you know, I just wanted to be myself, you know, and it takes a lot to be yourself when society's telling you you should look like somebody, you know, um, because like I said, I have, I've had all length of hair, um, been all sizes, you know. Um, so at some point you just gotta look at yourself and say, hey, I'm beautiful. I'm this is me. This is who I present when I walk out the door. Um, and I, as long as I don't have a problem with it, you see what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not forcing anyone else to 
be some somebody that they're not. So I'm happy with myself, you know. And because wouldn't it be a boring world if we all looked alike, we all sound alike, we all dressed alike, we all had the same personalities. Um, so embrace your differences, embrace your uniqueness, you know. And I think that's the I think that's what makes us the sisters because you do have, like I was saying, like all the outside noise coming in. Mm -hmm. But I think the fact that we're so different and I think about like we had the little um, karaoke at my house and that we all bring our own sense of humor. Like mm -hmm. no one would know how much fun we have off of just being stupid or just, mm -hmm. being, you know, enjoying each, each other's company. And I think that if, if you don't have sisters, then you have to find your sister's network. Somebody mm -hmm. that's going to support your, your journey in life, regardless if it's your journey of hair, um, just your journey of who you are as a person. You need to find that, that sister um, network that's going to embrace that throughout your life. And something you can thrive and grow in. You know, right. like you don't want a network that's stagnant you know you know even if you don't want to how can I put it move or if you don't want if you don't feel the pressure to be more than what you are um you still have the opportunity um to grow within your network if that makes any sense um so um if you got someone that's always pointing out your flaws or always making you feel less than switching networks um your network should be supportive in any decision that you um any decision that you make. Felicia. Okay, lady, we've got to wrap it up. Um, time is getting away from us yet again. Um, so you know we can talk about our past because we've been through some things and um we've stayed yet together. And we want to, um, you know, just encourage you guys and try to be mentors to let you know that even though we've been tried, shaken, and bended, we have not broken. Um, we've been through a lot, a lot um, in our past and some things present. Um, you know, we've been, you know, um, as you heard in the song, talked about um, and continuously um, be, um, but that's okay, because I've decided, you know, um, we all have choices in life, we all, um, you can choose whether you will let that energy, you know, um, ruin your mood, ruin your day, you can, you have the choice to allow that, to entertain it, and you have the choice to let them be entitled to their own thoughts, and it doesn't bother you, and that's what I choose to do, I'm okay with you not being okay with me because you're the one with the problem. I'm not. So if you don't want to be in my space, I'm okay with that. Um, that means that my space is much happier and I don't have time for that. So um, with that being said, um, ladies, do you guys have anything else we um, need to mention that we are going to be hosting a, um, actually a med spa for self-care um our continuation of self-care um, next month in Hattiesburg. And we're working out the details and we actually have one of our vendors um, that we're going to be um, adding to the group um, coming up pretty soon to let you know um, 
what um, all the events that we're going to have um, that um, particular night. And we'll have um, tickets for sale and just a whole lot of thing that we want to, you know, invite you guys to come out and unwind. So we're gonna have Miss um, Sister LaDonna tell us about um, a little bit about what that's gonna be about. Oh, you guys are gonna be in for a huge surprise. Um, we had this plan for about a month and we are going to have a self-care day. Um, so be prepared to spend a whole day with a mountain her shoes. We're going to have different vendors and um, gifts and drinks and snacks and food. It's just going to be awesome. So be prepared to um, have your phones on off. Um, if you have any kids, um, let's put them in a you know, have uh, what you call that, a good babysitter or a responsible babysitter, someone that's not gonna call you and interrupt your day because we're um, gonna relax and unwind and untie your shoes and just be yourself. You're gonna be yourself for a whole day. Um, Zamel, do you have anything you'd like to add? No, I'm super excited. I'll be coming from Texas, joining in on this event. I'm actually gonna be bringing a couple of girlfriends of mine to come okay. with me. Um, I'm excited. Anytime, you know, we get to get together, I'm already excited. So I'm going to keep my uh, enthusiasm down a little bit because I miss my sisters. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see the other sisters that have been following us and um, that want to uh, be a part of our journey as um, a mile in her shoes. Um, it's it's going to be exciting. I want everybody to come out. Um, if you're apprehensive, well, I only really know them like that, you know, put that to the side, come out, have a great time to relax, unwind and have some sister um, uh, coming togetherness um, because we're really excited to meet you guys. Okay. And we're not strangers. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And one last thing we don't want you to forget, we've got a lot of events that's going on in April, um, but one in particular we want to um, appreciate um, our sister Zamelda. This is Occupational Therapist Week. I mean, month. Yes. So all month she has been celebrating um, in Texas, and we have a big surprise for her that's going to be in Texas um, for her as Sisters Appreciation. So um, we can't tell you what the surprise is, but just bring you out for the surprise, okay? Um, and it's from your sisters of color, okay? So um, with all that being said, ladies, um, we're running out of time. Um, so do we have anything that we'd like to add in a wrap up um, about our session for next week? So can we say the date of the event for Mile and Her Shoes? It's still up pending. Okay. Yeah, it's still pending. I don't want to put it out there until she um, confirms it. Okay. Once she confirms okay. it and get everything up, I spoke to her briefly um, yesterday. So um, once she get everything up and running and confirms it and have all the vendors in play, that's when we'll give a date. Okay, and we can also put it on the um, the Facebook page on our website. So you guys, you know, as our little Kaylee says, subscribe, like, and follow us. Um, so y'all can stay in tune to where we where we're gonna be because you never know where we're gonna pop up at. Um, and make sure that you are a part of this journey of walk a mile in her shoes.
And ladies, um, put on um, at the end of this segment, once we post it on Facebook, list the cities that you guys are from, because you never know where we might be in a city near you hosting an event. So um, this is not going to be a one-time thing. So we want to uh, reach out to everyone that has been supportive to us. And hopefully one time or two, we can add the other sisters and that way you can see all five of us and know that we are something special, even, even if we have to toot our own horns. Um, my mother did a good job. Hey, that's what we, hey, that's what you gotta do. You gotta uplift each other. <clears throat> and that's what we believe in and that's why we are still yet to be broken okay and like those branches you can be in but we don't break we okay? don't break all right ladies so just remember um that we are still well we're happy that you guys tuned in um with us yet another week if you have any questions or any topics that you would like for us to discuss um, we do have several things that we've been going over and of course we love to talk so we can never get all this stuff in um, so we got um, some things that we're going to be coming live to you. So we're going to let Mary J end us on out, ladies. It was nice to see you guys. Thank Love you guys. All right. Bye.